Good morning. We're in Mark's Gospel again this morning, and we're continuing with our topic, What is Your Story? This is part 7. So we're reading Mark, 14, Mark 2, verses 14 to 17. As Jesus passed by, he saw Levi, the son of Alphaeus, sitting at the receipt of custom, and he said to him, Follow me. So he arose and followed him. And it came to pass, as he was dining in Levi's house, that many tax collectors and sinners also sat together with Jesus and his disciples, for there were many, and they followed him. And when the scribes and Pharisees saw him eating with the tax collectors and sinners, they said to his disciples, How is it that he eats and drinks with tax collectors and sinners? When, <clears throat> when Jesus heard it, he said to them, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. <clears throat> Incidentally, uh, Levi is the same person as Matthew who wrote the Gospel. <clears throat> I was speaking with someone recently about their deteriorating health and advising them to see a doctor. It was obvious to me, and indeed to them too, that they needed medical assistance due to a self-inflicted condition brought about by a lifestyle of alcohol and tobacco. And thankfully, they made a visit uh, to their GP. I've also met those who, in their own estimation, do all the right things, eat sensibly, exercise daily, aren't addicts, and mock at the idea of the, idea of, of the need of a, of a health check. However, there's been so many cases of such people who were unaware that they had an underlying condition which sudden, suddenly took their life away. But here, returning to our story, this man called Levi, Matthew, as he's called later, who was spiritually sick and certainly knew it. So far as his own countrymen were concerned, he had become a traitor. He was collecting taxes from his own people on the behalf of the Roman occupiers. So far as decency and honesty were concerned, he was viewed as a cheat and a liar. Most of those in his profession not only got paid by Rome, but also made themselves rich by taking much more than was due and pocketed the difference. And even though he may not have been guilty of that, people would no doubt have reckoned him to be tired with the same brush. <coughs> as a result of this, he was despised by his own people, and his own acquaintances would have been fellow tax collectors and those termed sinners in the estimation of the general people. That is, those that were outcasts of society <clears throat> and the outcasts of the temple. <clears throat> this man desperately needed spiritual healing. He needed a divine physician, and he clearly knew it. After his ready response to the call of the Lord Jesus, he invited him into his house, both to enjoy the hospitality of his home, but also in order to share his experience of the Lord with those his associates. That's what I call <clears throat> a really good evidence of the reality of a person's faith. Surely it must be true, we, when we become followers of the Lord Jesus, we want, like this man did, to bring others to know him too. And there's no better place to do that than in our own homes. Someone has said, if Jesus isn't Lord of all, perhaps he's not Lord 
at all. But there were those there <clears throat> on that occasion in Levi's house who considered themselves spiritually healthy and in their minds certainly needed no doctor, no physician. These men were so religious, <clears throat> they prayed out loud on the street corners, they fasted, disfiguring their faces to look sad. They were really well versed in the Bible. They could have been almost masterminds of the decade when it came to the Old Testament scriptures. But actually, even though they thought themselves clean and pure and holy and spiritually healthy, they were much more sick than the ones who had made no pretense about righteousness and knew they were sick and in need of repentance. And sadly, these, because of their self-righteousness, had no ear to hit the Lord Jesus calling them to repent of their sins and to follow him. <clears throat> in fact, Jesus says of these self-righteous scribes and Pharisees, in Matthew's Gospel, actually, chapter 23, Woe unto you, or in other words, judgment to you, for you are like whited sepulchres, which indeed appear beautiful outside, but within are full of dead men's bones and of all uncleanness. But how beautiful it was to see Levi, this man called Matthew in another place, responding, repenting and following the Saviour. As we consider the surrounding circumstances and the incidents that had just happened, perhaps this man's testimony, his story, would have been something like this. I was obsessed with worldly possessions. And the work I did lent itself massively to greed and dishonesty. I'd lowered myself to work for our nation's enemies and oppressors. <clears throat> and as a result, I ostracised myself from family, friends and my previous associates because of this way of my life. My only friends were crooked men and the outcasts of the city. But then I witnessed so many inexplicable and incredible things that were happening around me. I'd heard people talking about this man called Jesus and how some of those men who I knew down here, who used to be fishermen, had become his followers. I'd also been told by some others that he dispossessed a man in the local synagogue of a demon and set him free. But what really moved me was when I went to Simon's house and heard from his own mouth that he is able to forgive sins. And he proved it by healing a paralytic man who'd been let down on his bed through the roof. He must be none other than the Son of God, the one Scripture has long promised would come, the one I've been taught about from my childhood. Then I began to realise how far I'd personally wandered away from God and how much I needed that forgiveness the paralytic, paralytic man had received for who I was and what I had become. Then one day I realised that he knew all about me and knew the very thoughts of my heart because he came right where I was. And not only so, but he spoke to me and he called me to follow him. I was ready, because somehow something had been preparing me for that moment. So immediately he called me, I responded. I left my tax collecting and gladly followed him. 
Now, instead of wanting to take from people, all I want is to give to them. And firstly, to give everything I am and everything I am to, that I possess to him. But to share also what he's given me with others. As we know, Matthew, Levi, he never went back to his tax collecting for the Romans. He became one of the apostles and the author of the first gospel, the gospel of Matthew. After the ascension of the Lord Jesus, tradition tells us that he took the gospel to Ethiopia and was ultimately arrested and martyred because of his faith and his evangelizing and missionary service for the Saviour. What I want to say this morning is, have you heard the voice of Jesus say, follow me? I trust you have, and I trust you have responded. But maybe today you've heard his voice. Arise and follow him. What is your story? God bless his word to you today.